BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. M.S.W. Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 I want to thank you for joining us here on the MSW Media and Sexy Liberal Podcast Networks. Mm. And you know what? You are a sexy person here with us and we appreciate you. We appreciate your downloads. We appreciate you telling people about us. We appreciate you extending this community beyond our reach and we thank you. Okay. We thank you. You know what else we thank you for? What girl? With being a Patreon supporter, girl. Oh, we are very thankful for that, especially today being the first. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much. It's the first of the month. Hey. I'm telling you. um, (laughs) Thank you. You are the reason you're keeping us afloat. You're the reason that we're able to be out here doing, trying to do what we do and build this community and be in this community. And we love and appreciate all of your support. And all of you get cameos too. You go to cameo.com, put in Frangela, and you can get a special video from us. You can give it as a gift or give it to yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you can always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the... Black Power Hour. Yes, every Friday. Where Stephanie's blackness is on full. Yes. Okay. It is on full. Yes. Yes. Well, let's get started and dig into this. Oath Keepers, two members of the far-right militia guilty of U.S. sedition. Yeah. You got, you got two of them. Two. Two of them. But I seem to remember, mm. however... I have to throw this mm-hmm. out that the building was mm-hmm. over fucking run with people. 
and that the president of the United States invited them to go and do it. Have that memory too. Do you? It seems like there were more than five people there. <laughs> I do remember that. Like do a few more. That? Do you? Because you know what? Sometimes I'm like, did I gaslight myself? Right. Well, there was just tourists. But how many tourists were there that were um, taking a shit in the Congress? Let me think. Um, no, I agree. It's interesting to me. I, I find fascinating, so many things about it fascinating, but it, you know, they the way that we got prepped for this verdict, like for the last, however, you know, months we've been being told how hard this charge is to prove, how difficult this charge is to prove. And I'm like, when you have it on video, when they brought a documentarian with them to the parking garage the Girl. night before. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A jury found Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes guilty of the rare charge of seditious conspiracy following a two-month trial. A two-month trial, mind you, that it's, it's taken this long to get to, all right? Uh, mm -hmm. He plotted an armed rebellion to stop the transfer, the peaceful transfer, mind you, of power from Donald Trump to Mr. Biden, prosecutor said. Four more were also, on trial. Also, he said. And he said, thank you. Thank they you, Angela. Repeated, repeated times him saying, we are stopping the peace. He, usually, he uses that literal language. Stop the peaceful transfer of power. Says it himself. Yes, yes, yes. Four more were on trial with him related to the 2021 Capitol riots. Three of the group, Jessica Watkins, Kelly Meggs, and Kenneth Harrelson, went inside the building during the attack. And, you know, to me, for me, it is also kind of like a Manson moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Manson didn't commit the murders, but he sure did send the people. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't have happened without him. Wouldn't have happened without him. Wouldn't have happened without him. Yeah. Megs was also found guilty of seditious conspiracy. Both Rhodes and Megs now face a maximum 20-year sentence on the charges. And I say to yes. discuss that. Yeah, I'd like to discuss that that because I know people who've gotten 20 years for far less. Far less. When I think about how many people get 20, how many black people are in jail for 20 years to life for far less than seditious conspiracy to overthrow the government, which was Successful. successful they did stop the peaceful transfer of power people, people died. died they did delay yes. and stop and interfere with the carrying out of a governmental function they yeah. absolutely did did they overthrow the government no you know why i know that because then they wouldn't be being charged yes and 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 and, and this is what i want to say too the gop Donald Trump from Donald Trump on down have are making try have tried to make sure that these people wouldn't be charged. Donald That's Trump right. is running his platform is that these people are innocent. Mm -hmm. And that he would excuse these people because because overthrowing the government is part of the GOP platform and to act right. like and to act like it isn't is dangerous that is a dangerous thought for you thank you it's a dangerous thought for me if we want to sit here and act like that these people are not behind the overthrowing and the dissolution of the united states government we are fucking idiots yep they absolutely are. And then violence is an, is an absolutely rational, rational uh, political tool. These are not okay ideas. 
they're not differences of opinion. They're not um, differences of philosophy. What they are are fascist domestic terrorists and what is right. That's right. And, and, what, <laughs> and, I can tell you, and what I can tell you, it ain't democracy. And that... No. Democracy is what I was taught this country is about. Democracy is what I was told the GOP were about. I told I was told and taught that this was a system of people who met at a table and took mm-hmm. care of a country. This yes. that is no longer. This is what I need us all to understand and take from this moment on. That is no longer and hasn't been really happening and this is the thing hasn't happened really for 11 years. We are getting by mm-hmm. on the scantest, the scantest. Yeah. I mean, when I say that our government, it's not even skidding. There's not even just sparks. The shit is on fire. Oh, yeah. And you got people like Andrea Mitchell who continually whine about the Democrats being in disarray when this is what the Republican Party is doing. That's right. Like, I, I, I'm trying to understand how having a party where people don't always agree is disarray, but having a party where people are actively engaged in fomenting, supplying, and protecting violent overthrow of the government is somehow a functioning political party. Yes. Like, that, Thank that you. assessment Thank you. is offensive and and incorrect. I I don't understand why this was so hard to come to, but I will tell you it wasn't for the jury. It took them three days. I was on a murder trial that took three days. Three days for this charge tells me this was too easy. Yeah. Like we don't need this, all this, oh, we may not be able to do it. We may not be able to do it. It's really hard to do. Is it? Well, it wasn't so hard when you did it in 1995 for the 10 Islamic militants that you got done. Yeah. So I'm just... Our inability and unwillingness to hold white nationalists responsible and call them domestic terrorists, why is it okay for the Oath Keepers to even exist? Why is it? Because we don't let, you can't be oh, an Al-Qaeda. Oh, 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 you can't, oh. You can't, you can't have an Al-Qaeda meeting house in this country, no matter, that is your free speech on the cover of that. I'll go, I'll go, I'll, I, can, I can go even deeper and lighter for you. If you are watching The Vow, okay, and, I, and if you are watching it, here comes a spoiler alert, okay, which you would season know. Season two. Season two. This is the mm-hmm. thing. Once they dismantled that that organization, do you know that the government seized their whole yeah. educational platform? Yeah. The government yeah. said, you, will, you no longer have the right to That's teach right. people this information. We own it. We own the information. We all the information is talking about is in buildings. It's not buildings. It's not tangible. It's ideas. That's right. And this is what I'm saying that that we allow continuously white nationalist education to go Thank through you. and happen in this country, which it is against this country. It is terrorism. And until we true. understand that we are dealing that the GOP. And I know you don't want to call, you think that what I'm saying is radical and extreme because I'm a black woman and it's coming out of my mouth. But I'm going to tell you, these are terrorists who need to be taken down. Treated like 
domestic terrorists, which means that they shouldn't be allowed to meet and have. There should be no member. It's no membership list for these organizations. They should. They shouldn't be able to go into school board meetings with AR-15s. No! They shouldn't have the right to own guns. They shouldn't be. They should be in jail. They are a part of domestic terrorist organizations that routinely engage in acts of violence meant to undermine and terrorize the government and the people of this country. They have no rights. None. Like, I cannot with the, the continue. And the, this is where we get into the Justice Department, the good men and women of the Justice Department. Look. They declare these organizations terrorists, domestic terrorist organizations, like you were also oh willing to do with groups like the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead and 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 put the energy into watching them because you ain't never had no civil rights organization do anything like this. But you know what? But I'm going to tell you something about our government and the Justice Department. If I got to watch, I, if I had to watch the Bundys, another fucker, Thank fucker, you. fucker, Thank fuck, fuck, you. Fuck. Thank you. If I had to watch another wildlife refuge being months. taken over. Months, wasn't that months? Okay. It was if like got, months. And they let them resupply. They let them right. go in and out of that government building that they were occupying and resupply. We let we let white, straight white males define this country and the law continuously. And I, as a, as, as a person who is an American, I'm fucking sick and tired of it. I'm fucking over it. Over it. I am absolutely over it too. Um, And so seeing this verdict was absolutely important. And I hope what it does is because, you know, we still have, we still have the other, what the proud fucks, what they call. Yeah, the pride. Yeah. The prideful assholes. Boys. Those people, there are other groups that still have to go on trial. But I I, I think we as a people, we need to really put pressure because uh, I'm sick of hearing in this discussion on, uh, especially in the news channels, this discussion of how we just don't have the same weapons to deal with domestic terrorists. Why don't we? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Why don't we? For me, as I'm looking at this, what what they're saying is, I don't want, this is, this is where I translate it. I don't want to convict my brother. I don't want to convict a cop who I know is an oath keeper. I don't want to convict somebody on the FBI who I know belongs to these organizations. I don't want to convict the secret service. I don't want to deal. We don't want to deal. This is what the issue is. The issue is, is that this country doesn't want to unveil its illness. But the only way we are going to get well is to confront it. Dude, we can't treat it like Trump and COVID. Not taking the test doesn't mean you ain't sick. That's right. Next up, House Democrats elected Hakeem Jeffries to lead their caucus. Let me tell you something. Hakeem Jeffries, mm. let me tell you something. Mm. That is a righteous brother. Mm. He is so righteous. I mean, I, I love, love me some Hakeem. When he said in the um during the uh January 6th hearings, when he ended with uh with the uh biggie. Biggie's um, and if you don't know, now, now you, know. you know. I was like, damn. Like Hakeem Jeffries is amazing. And and what and this is the thing, another I, I'd like to again reference people like Andrea Mitchell and continually calling the Democratic Party in disarray. Because one of the things, you know, we we're reading about Hakeem Jeffries getting, you know, moving up to, you know, take over the leadership of the caucus. And when uh, Nancy Pelosi retires from her leadership role, she's not retiring from the um Congress, when how that was. I think they, they in the, this article they said without like sort of without any issue like without any major um right. well he ran unopposed 
Yeah. Well, but this is yet, yet you don't hear out here Andrea talking about how the no. Democrats had a really easy vote for leadership. Somehow they're still in disarray when everybody was just like, we don't we yes, this is who like does that not speak to the efficiency and the unitedness of the party that that just happened and there was no issue with it anywhere? But no. instead, when we look at McCarthy over here trying to gather votes, they act like that isn't disarray. That's right. Right. That's right. Like, they're just going through their process. I am so sick of the media being called liberal and i'm also sick of this skewed representation of the same situation yeah the democrats have a don't have a leadership fight but they're in disarray yeah. the republicans are sitting there with mike lindell who ain't even an elected representative trying to be the head of the rnc yep okay he ain't a pillow man totally pelosi praised the leadership team following the caucus election saying that the new leaders will, quote, reinvigorate our caucus with their new energy, ideas, and perspectives. And let me tell you something. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Let me stop. And, you know, and we did it. So if you missed it in the pay-per-view, go get it at sexyliberal.com. But it was important to us to do a send-up of Nancy Pelosi because we, I, let me tell you something, I'm so grateful for her. I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, if somebody had come to my door, and hit my husband with a fucking hammer. Okay. Broke in your house. Broke in my house and, and, and attacked my husband. Fuck, I got I got sticks for all y'all. Okay. And uh, and let me tell you something for Congress, fuck y'all. I'm going home yeah. to my husband. All right. This is this is something this woman is giving us giving up so much to sit Thank here you. and help. Because what she's going to do is help Hakeem and the rest yeah. of these people create a strong coalition and understand how to navigate these shark-filled waters. That's right. That's what's supposed to happen. You're going to have Representative Clyburn, um, Representative Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, Representative Steny Hoyer. These are like the leadership. They are passing down the baton. Thank you. They are giving it to the next people. And they are going and they are training them, helping them, being facilitating this change, because that is how you do that is how you do. And I think they said it was a relatively drama-free. It was completely drama-free. Yeah. In this article. But I love uh, Representative Clyburn said that uh I have studied history long enough to know that evolutions are much better than revolutions. And I think that anybody watching their caucus, our caucus over the years, could see the evolving leadership. I personally, I'll take change it either way, but, <laughs> but like, I, I really appreciate what he's saying there is look, we, we deserve, we, we are operating as a yes. functional political party yep. and always have been that, That's that right. you can, you can count on this, that we are here to do our jobs. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you know, and I'm really, I really, really appreciate it. And we do need younger thought newer ideas we had don't get me wrong we had ironclad leadership out of nancy pelosi we had a brilliant tactician we had wonderful policy amazing policy but this is what i believe and i believe it everything there's a dissolution to everything on this planet yeah well i think if we had been more aware and i'm saying we broadly here but it's a lack of awareness around that that got us in trouble with with Supreme Court Justice Ginsburg, like yep. that 
that this sort of trying leaving things to this sort of like the scheduling of things as if we can control what happens tomorrow that's right you know and 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 we can't we only have today and so tomorrow is promised to no one so saying we stop putting off the future you can't do it yep yep you know there's so i I was really really it's wonderful and and Wonderfully, but sadly, he is, of course, the first black person, African-American, to be in a leadership role in any major political party. Well, hey, I'm glad. Let me tell you something. I'm I'm joyous joyous to be on the earth to witness it. Hallelujah. Glad for it. The House voted to force a labor contract between rail workers and rail companies which tens of thousand union workers had voted down because it didn't include paid sick leave, which they currently don't receive. Uh, In addition to the bill to codify the tentative contract agreement reached earlier this year, the House voted to add seven paid sick days to the contract. The Senate, however, still needs to consider both uh, both of the bills, making it possible that the labor contract would be imposed without the sick leave addition. Without congressional action or an agreement between union and rail companies, a nationwide freight rail strike could begin as early as December 9th, y'all. And it would cost the uh, U.S. an estimated $2 billion a day. I did not realize how much of the goods and services, because when I think of the trains, I'll be honest, my mind always goes to Amtrak. And I forget about the ra- the fact that goods are are being transported on on the trains, and apparently, almost all of them. Manifest um, <laughs> destiny. Let me tell you something. Yes. Getting things from one side of the country to the other, the railway system. Let me. You, you. This is why I am grateful that I live in California, and I still can't get my shit delivered. I know. It's just, you know, what I find fascinating, they've been talking about it on the news is, you know, obviously the Republican Party trying to rebrand itself as the party of the working class while voting against things for the working class. Yes. It's it's an amazing phenomenon. And, you know, often Bernie gets on my nerves, but I, I love the man. And so, but he, I think Bernie is having the best clapbacks ever over yes. this issue because- for here's some quotes from him he said it would be hard for me to understand how you can be talking about a republican working class party if you're not going to vote to support paid guaranteed sick leave for railroad workers who today have none during the first three quarters of this year the rail industry made a record-breaking 21.2 billion dollars in profits guaranteeing seven paid sick days to rail workers would only cost industry 321 million a year less than two percent of their total profits please do not tell us that the rail industry can not afford to guarantee paid sick days to their workers. That's right. He's right. And we'll be right back after these messages. Hello, I'm Jeff Stein. And I'm Jean Meserve. Together, we host the Spy Talk podcast. Every week, we delve into the worlds of intelligence, foreign policy, military operations, and the intersection of all three in national security issues. Spycraft, cybersecurity, violent extremism, whether at home or abroad, technology's impact on intelligence gathering. We cover it all and much more. We interview former spooks, military officers, government officials, journalists, and national security researchers, leveraging our backgrounds in military intelligence and homeland security, along with our decades of experience as journalists and news organizations like Newsweek, The Washington Post, and CNN. 
So join us every Thursday for a new episode of Spy Talk, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, go ahead. No, don't even try to say his name right. Don't Milo, even, you know, wait, wait, here we go. The, here we go. Here we go. Milo Yiannopoulos. There we go. Claims, asshole. <laughs> claims he set up the Fuentes. I think Fuentes, that's pronounced asshole. Is really. Claims he set up the Fuentes dinner to, quote, make Trump's life miserable. Okay. Right wing provocateur, ooh, and, ooh. Which, is, which is a bullshit name to call an asshole, really as you like to say. No, uh, what he is, is he's a white nationalist fascist t- terrorist. That's yes. what he is. I don't, what is this? He says he helped to make arrange, him sound like he's into weird fashion. Totally. He says he helped arrange for white supremacists to attend dinner with Trump and Kanye West. Oh, wow. You know what I love about this this story is that, as Stephanie Miller would say, it's a big bag of rats attacking each other. That's right. Because what's great, so Mimo says, I arranged this dinner because I wanted Trump to know that he is neglecting his base, which is racists, yep. white nationalists. And mm-hmm. so I made sure that Nick Fuentes there because I knew it would get him in trouble. And then Nick Fuentes is saying that isn't why I'm there. He's totally saying that isn't what happened. And you saying it was his idea. And he went there to try to ask Trump to be his running mate. Yes. And then Trump is saying, well, I don't even know who that was, but I don't believe that he thinks he could beat me. <laughs> I mean, it's so bag of rats. Like it's, it's it's exactly the, you know, the company you keep uh, are the, uh, is the company you keep. And, you know, for me, it is like old style rappers, you know, who became um, uh, who nobody cares about anymore. And you want to bring up somebody's name. You want to shout out somebody's name because you want Mm -hmm. some attention. Right. That's all that's happening here. Let me tell you, tell you something that bothers me. Remember the McCain campaign mm-hmm. trying to make hay out of Barack Obama being in the same building that a former Weather Underground member had been in. Yes, remember absolutely, that? absolutely. Man who was the Weather had been in the Weather Underground years later, obviously. One now is like an academic, I believe. Um, and they tried to, to to suggest, and McCain did that. That wasn't a Sarah Palin off the hook thing. That was McCain. He's in the same house with this person but but the media will talk about this like it's a clown car show and like it isn't actually as significant as it is which is that well-known avowed absolutely unrepentant white nationalist anti-semitic activists which is what they are ye included yep he is (laughs) went and had dinner with the former president who welcomed them with open arms. This wasn't, they, they, they didn't show up to discuss issues. This wasn't beer gate. This wasn't, no. let's get to, let's, 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 let's find. No, this was about, this was a meeting of the minds and the hearts and the spirits. No, it's a social call. That's right. Yeah. They broke bread. And be clear about that. You wouldn't have had, you don't have beer gate with white nationalists. No. You have that was like race, one racist cop who isn't also in the Klan. You don't. Like, but then what I found, there's so many things about it that I found fascinating about the story. Apparently, um, Trump's campaign has put out a statement that they're putting new protocols in place to ensure that those who meet with him are approved and fully vetted. Now, 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 but you know what? We got some good news. He's not even a president now. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're going to do it. Oh, okay. Good. Y'all are on your J-O-B. 
And here's some good news. Senate passes bill to protect same-sex and interracial marriage over GOP opposition. And I made sure that we tweeted out all the names of the people who were in opposition, who voted in opposition yep. of same-sex support, uh, marriage. Yep. Uh, it just, and inter, interracial marriage. That's the thing that these people are against us all. All of yep. us. And the, you know the fact that there was anybody voting against this is 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 some emblematic, some you know emblematic of where we are. But and and understand there are limitations to what they pass, and 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 I'm and we're going to have to deal with that. That it isn't like a full blanket protection for marriage everywhere, but it's the it's what they could do right now. And I'm glad that they did. But I just. I really, you know, we've only got a few days here, a few weeks here left in this caucus. And and I really need to see a little more alacrity around these issues. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. This email is from Sequoia. Thank you. She says, I have loved you for years and just wanted to send you a little pick me up for the holidays. I'm getting used to my to emailing on my phone, so I hit the wrong button on my first marriage. She had, this went through a couple times, but she did get it. You got it, girl. You did it right. Um, thank you for your insights and your idiots. I look forward to your posts and your appearances on Stephanie Miller every week. I'm hoping to be to become a Patreon supporter too. Here's a little picture for you. I draw them on my phone. Each one is unique, and we thank you. Look, we love this. I love when people send us photos and arts, especially babies and puppies and things. Yes. Animals. We love that. Yes. Love and light to you, Sequoia. Thank you so much for writing us. Thank you, Sequoia. And this is from Murky B. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you both. You both, uh, you, you have a lot to be thankful for. Thank you mm -hmm. for being so funny and for all the kind support you gave me, Murky. You are what we love you, Murky. We love you. We love and you. We all. love you. We love you both. Thank you. Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Yes. And now it's time for resistance wrap up, 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 up. One thing. You got one job. One, one job. job. One. Do anything you can to help Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock win the runoff. That's it. That's it. That's your only job. That I'm is your only job. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.